Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Historic Pinstripe Show, episode number five. Thank you again to everyone for listening to the last episode on the top five Yankees catchers of all time. Again, my name is Brian and I have been a diehard Yankees fan since I was around seven years old. Also, I am not from the New York or Tri-State area, so I may have a different perspective than others that might be. But as always, the goal of this podcast, the Historic Pinstripe Show, is to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing all of the great players and great moments in Yankees history. As always, feel free to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform of choice is. And feel free to uh, share this podcast with a friend um, as well. Also, feel free to um, comment on Facebook on who your top five is or whatever it is that we're talking about. Feel free to tweet us at HistoricNYY and feel free to uh, comment on Instagram or, or follow our inter- Instagram page, which is new, which is at Historic Pinstripes on Instagram. So this week's topic is a little bit different. Today, I am going to discuss my first Yankee Stadium experience. So my first game was June 13th, 2004. And as I said in the beginning, I am not from the New York or Tri-State area. And and again, I mean, that doesn't really matter so much because, you know, there's Yankee fans all over the world. So, I mean, there's the Yankees fans everywhere. And because of that, it kind of got me thinking that, you know, we all kind of have our own story as Yankee fans. And it's just kind of interesting to know everybody's, um, where everybody's coming from. And, you know, like all Yankee fans, like... We all want to go see the Yankees play, and sometimes it's just not. It's not as some for some people. It's just harder to get there. Like if you don't live in New York, then and if you live in California, it's going to be kind of hard to get there. So that's kind of why I find this topic very interesting, and I feel like um, I feel like I have kind of a cool first Yankee Stadium experience anyway. Um, so I'm going to get into it. My first Yankee game, I was around like 20 years old or so. Um, it was, again, June 13th, 2004. Um, I bought tickets in December of 2003, and this was right after the American League Championship game in 2003 when the Yankees beat the Red Sox going on to the World Series. And, um, you know, of course, Aaron Boone, who was the current Yankee manager, um, but the third baseman at the time, and he was struggling a lot, hit that big home run off of Tim Wakefield um, in the bottom of the 11th inning. And, of course, Mike Mussina was... Um, was huge in that game coming in to in out of relief uh, for um, of course uh, Roger Clemens who struggled and you know the, the Red Sox there you could have given them a lot of credit their offense early on really put them ahead however you know with Bucina and then um, you know the late rally against Pedro and I mean granted you know Grady Little made a mistake obviously they should have taken him out however he was Pedro Martinez too so I mean it's kind of hard to argue with leaving Pedro in there, even though you could tell the Yankees kind of they they knew they had him, or they felt it was like you could you could just sense something that they had something going. Um, but anyways, so that game was just a historic game in Yankees history, and not just Yankees history, but Yankee Red Sox history. The rivalry that that was the rivalry was at an all time high back in '03 and '04. And anyways. Uh, so yes, so I bought tickets. Um, I think it was actually the day that they came out in December of 2003, 
um, and they were for June 13th. I think I looked around, um, and I think if I remember right, tickets were selling out pretty good. But um, I got pretty good tickets. I believe there were main box tickets um, in the left field seats. Uh, there were quite a few rows up. They weren't front row seats or anything. Uh, they were like they were underneath the overhang and not far from the uh, visitors bullpen. Um, I actually went with my dad and my uncle. My uncle had used to live in New New York, so he was familiar with the uh, subway system, and it kind of helped us uh, around getting getting around New York and, and all that stuff. Anyways, June thir- June thirteenth to me, because I had never been to Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium to me is somewhere that I've always. I had always wanted to go to, and I just just had never gotten to go to Yankee Stadium, even though I had always been a Yankee fan, always been a diehard Yankees fan, um, and I would listen and watch the Yankees as much as I could. And if I missed them, I would I would uh, I would have to go home and or I'd have to just watch the highlights and see what the Yankees, see what happened to the to the Yankees if they won or not. Um, anyway, so June thirteenth to me felt like Christmas because it was just. It was just, um, you know, it was finally it was something that I was going to be able to do that I really wanted to, um, to go see the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, and it was something that um, I had never done, of course, and um, and I just remember that day, uh, or really that night to back up a little bit. I actually, in the days leading up, I remember um, I had ended up, I actually bought a Bernie Williams, uh, pinstripe jersey. Uh, for to wear for the game, um, so I was I was uh, looking forward to that game for months and months and months, basically since December, probably even since the ALCS. Because I, I mean I knew I was I wa- I've been I had been wanting to for a while to go to Yankee Stadium finally, um, and it was actually a Sunday afternoon game. David Wells was actually ended up making his his uh, for, pitching in his first game since leaving the Yankees to go to San Diego, which was his hometown team, to back up a little bit. June 12th, to me, felt like Christmas Eve. As I said, for me, June 13th, it kind of felt like Christmas, and June 12th was kind of like Christmas Eve because you kind of had that, like, when you're a kid on Christmas Eve, you, you like, you get all excited, you know, for the next day because, you know, like, you know, this gifts and all that stuff. So as a kid, it's kind of, you kind of have that, that energy of just feeling like you... Um, it's just it's just kind of a positive thing. I don't know. It's hard to explain for me anyway. But it just it just um, I don't even think I really slept much that night. But I I it was just it was just a basically a very surreal experience, and I wanted to make sure I really um, uh, I savored the moment um, of going to my first Yankee game and really going getting to see New York too a little bit anyway, um, and. Uh, Anyways, I had gone to the game by train with my dad and my uncle. Um, it was an afternoon game. Um, we had actually, I, I probably didn't get much sleep because I was so excited just to go see a Yankee game finally. Um, we had taken the train around 6.30 because it was an afternoon game. Like I said, um, the, it was actually my first experience in New York City. So just getting, going on the train and seeing the New York City skyline and... It was just kind of it was just cool to just see everything in New York City in Manhattan, like seeing the Empire State Building from just things that I had never seen live, like in person. So it's just one thing to see it on TV, but it's it's another thing to see it when you're there. 
And I think just seeing like the energy, seeing the people coming and going on the streets, everybody just like the hustle and bustle or, or whatever, however you want to describe it. It was just, it was just, there was something about the city's energy that really kind of gravitated toward me in New York City. And um, it, it just, it, it, to me, there was something, uh, an experience I'll never forget just being there for the first time. And I, I always look forward to going to Yankee games as much as I can. Um, and obviously, I would love to go to every Yankee game someday. But, I mean, um, sometimes it's hard. But it was a great experience. Um, as I was actually, as I was approaching the stadium from the subway, that was another really kind of cool moment. Um, because going from the subway to Yankee Stadium, uh, even the old Yankee Stadium, you always had to take two subways. Sometimes just one subway. It depends on the... Uh, the trains that you take. Um, anyways, I believe we took two subways, and the, there was the second subway that you take to Grand Concourse, and um, and I, I and I remember that subway just going there the first time and being, you know, that's the the subway that usually, like all the Yankee fans, it's like basically all Yankee fans on that train going right down to Yankee Stadium, and uh, it was just kind of cool just to be there, like all Yankee fans. Something I've really never really. Um, I actually live in the Massachusetts area, so you know I don't really, I don't really get the chance to be on a train filled with all Yankee fans instead of just me and my dad. So it was just really cool. So as we were approaching Yankee Stadium in the subway car filled with, we were all filled with all Yankee fans. It was just cool to see like the stadium coming up as we saw the, as I saw the stadium coming up. It was just like it was like something like, it was just it was kind of surreal for me. And I just, I, I don't even really think I could put it into words. It was just one of those things I, like, I didn't really believe it, like, even though I could see it. And it was just, it was just really cool. And it was like, there it was, you know, Yankee Stadium, just a place where, you know, Babe Ruth played, Mickey Mantle, Don Mattingly, the place you see on TV all the time. It was just, to me, it was, it was just very surreal seeing the facade around the stadium. Um, because, you know, New York, the new Yankee Stadium is a little bit different. The old Yankee Stadium had the facade around the whole thing, I believe. The New York Stadium just has it out on the outfield, but anyways, it was just it was just seeing it coming up, coming closer and closer as you get go by. It was just really cool, and um, yeah. So moving on, um, so yeah, so so being there live and seeing the stadium come come up is this is just an indescribable feeling, um, and it's probably one of the feelings that makes me want to go to Yankee Stadium every single year and keep on going. And go to as many games as I possibly can, and obviously another reason why I do do want to go to Yankee games because I just love going to see the Yankees, seeing the Yankees play, and I love their history. And but anyways, so there were tons of Yankee fans on the train, and uh, it was just cool to see from my perspective of being a Yankee fan from the New England area, and and just not really having that perspective of of being on the majority of fans, um, being part of the majority. Of fans, if that makes sense, and just it, it was just really cool for me. So, anyways, as we came out of the subway and just walking down the street, even going down, you know, with all the Yankee fans, and and so you know, there were a few Padres fans here and there. Um, you know, sometimes I'm sure there could have been Mets fans that maybe might have been dressed up as Padres fans just to kind of you know, troll the Yankee fans or whatever, but you know, there probably were actual Padres fans there too. Um, However, um, just being there, just being in that atmosphere uh, with my dad, my uncle, and just just uh, just getting to 
soak it up being at a Yankee game for my first time in such a long time. And I think the, the, the reason why I really enjoyed it so much was because I had to wait to go to, to my Yankee game for so long. And it just made me, it just made me kind of really soak it up a little bit more. So the fact that I waited was actually, it really, it was probably a good thing, I guess, in a way. But anyways, um, so as I got, got into Yankee Stadium, as we got into Yankee Stadium, um, uh, for the first time, or for me for the first time anyway, my dad and my uncle had been to Yankee Stadium uh, a few times anyway, but it, uh, that was quite a few years ago before I was even born, um, which is, you know, again, living outside of New York, you don't always have the opportunities to go to Yankee Stadium like you would if you lived in New York. So, but anyways, um, moving on, uh, as we went into Yankee Stadium, it, uh, and one of the biggest moments, one of the most memorable moments for me anyway, was going going to go when you were in the Grand Concourse at the old Yankee Stadium and then walking through the tunnel to go and see the field. And then you kind of see the field open up. And it's just, that was really, that was a really cool moment because then you could see it right in front of you, Yankee Stadium, because you could kind of hear, I think, I think if I remember right, the, I think the Padres might have been taking some batting practice, and um, you know you could just hear, you know, just all the stuff you hear on TV, and just like it was just like for me anyway, baseball is just always been a very relaxing sport to me, just because of the, just because of the like the the nature of the game. It's just very, for whatever reason, it's just a very relaxing sport, and just and obviously it's it's um you know it's competitive, and you can get really into it. And it can be really stressful even too sometimes. However, it's just got that, got some, there's something about baseball that sometimes can also, has a very kind of like almost human quality. And it's just, it's just kind of cool. And that was one of the moments I'll always remember. Like even like going into any stadium really, um, just seeing the baseball field, it's just, it's just really cool for me anyway. Um, but probably because I'm just a really, really big baseball fan in general and obviously a, a huge Yankees fan. And um, so, as I said before, um, we had main box seats in left field. There were main box 332 at the old Yankee Stadium. Row H seats 1, 2, and 3. I actually kept the, the old ticket stub at the Yankee Stadium. And the tickets were only, uh, well, they were $40. And this was back in 2004. Um, so it just sometimes I kind of I just kind of wonder how much that would be now in comparison. Um, but anyways, I I'm not even sure if they would still call those seats the main box seats er, seating area and left field um, down near the follow pole in the home run territory underneath the uh, the upper deck. But uh, I'm I was um, it was just kind of curious to me. Anyways, uh, the starting pitchers for that day were Javier Vasquez. Who who the Yankees had acquired previously that offseason as a free agent. And also, of course, like I said before, David Wells was pitching for the Padres, making his d debut as a San Diego Padre in Yankee Stadium. Um, obviously, he had already pitched for the Padres, but it was his first time as a Padre, a visiting player in Yankee Stadium. He had, he had pitched as a visiting player before his time with the Yankees, was, but this was his first time as a visiting player after playing on the Yankees. Um, and um, actually, the lineups for that day, was for the Yankees anyway, um, the Yankees had quite a lineup. Of course, um, Bernie Williams, the center fielder, was leading off. Derek Jeter batting second. 
Alex Rodriguez batting third, Gary Sheffield batting fourth, Jason Giambi batting fifth, Jorge Posada batting sixth, Matsui batting seventh, Tony Clark batting eighth, the first baseman, Miguel Cairo batting ninth, the second baseman. And um, the Padres lineup was Sean Burrows, who played third base, Mark Loretta, who played second base. Mark Loretta, you might remember, um, he actually ended up playing for the Red Sox later on in his career. Um, Brian Giles played right field for the, for the Padres and batted third. Phil Nevin, uh, the current Yankee third base coach, is, um, was the designated hitter that day for the Padres. Jay Payton was the center fielder. Um, he had he was one of the player one of the only two players that hit a home run against Mo in the playoffs. Jeff Cirillo, first baseman for the Padres. Ramon Hernandez was a catcher. Um, he was a, a decent hitting catcher, and he was a, I believe he had a good arm good arm behind the plate. Um, he was a right-handed bat. And then Terrence Long um, was the left fielder for the Padres. Um, again, he's he was um, you might remember him from being in the 2001 American League Division Series against the Yankees. He played for Oakland. He actually was the guy that hit the ball into the right field corner in Oakland, where Shane Spencer got the ball over through the cutoff man, and Derek Jeter uh, came out of nowhere to get the the errant throw, toss it to Posada, and get Gian, uh, Jeremy Giambio at the plate, and um, so. Terrence Long's always kind of linked to Yankee, to the Yankee history in that way anyway. And Khalil Green um, batted ninth for the Padres. He was the shortstop. He was, I believe he was, I don't think he was a rookie. He might have been a rookie or maybe like first or second year player or something like that for the Padres. But anyways, um, so that was the lineups for the Padres and the Yankees. As far as the game goes, um, you know, it was pretty much a pitcher's duel all the way from the first to the seventh inning, um, Vasquez was pretty much he was he was he was really good. Um, he he only gave up two runs, uh, but one run came really came kind of early. I mean, first two innings were good. They both pitchers, Wells and uh, and Vasquez were really good. Um, the third inning, the only blemish for Vasquez was a solo home run by Khalil Green. Um, he hit he hit the ball actually not far from us. I mean, it was it was still quite a ways from us because we were. Quite a few rows back, but we weren't. We were, we had good. We had a very good. We had a, gr- a great angle on the game. It was. We had very good seats, as far as as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, it's probably actually the best seats that I've ever had at Yankee Stadium, and to me anyway, I've been to quite a few Yankee games, at uh, quite a few at the old old Yankee Stadium. I think I've been to more at the old Yankee Stadium than at the new Yankee Stadium. Probably been to about four at the new new stadium, um, or something like that. Basically, at either stadium, um, there's really not a bad seat in the house, in my opinion. I mean, there's probably areas like in the outfield where you might not be able to see um, certain parts of the outfield wall, like if a ball gets into the corner or something like that. But but um, for the most part, the seating is pretty good. I think there's some in the new stadium, there's some uh, obstructed views with the poles and stuff like that. Um, but I'm not positive on that. Um, I haven't really experienced that that much, anyway. And um, actually, I haven't experienced it at all. Um, however, I do kind of like the upper deck seats at the old or the new Yankee Stadium because it just kind of had that has that aerial view of the the entire field. So it's, it's, that's kind of a cool angle for me. And the bleacher seats, of course, are fun too because you know you're out there with all the fans and it's just 
you know, it's, that's a fun atmosphere, especially the right field bleachers with the bleacher creatures. And that's always fun with the roll call. And that was another thing I kind of looked forward to. I don't really remember doing the roll call so much. I don't, I'm sure I did, but, um, I mean, I wasn't out in the right field bleachers, so maybe it wasn't, you know, it was a long time ago too. So, but that's always a cool moment to still be there, witness the, you know, the roll call, be there with the other fans cheering for the Yankees. And it's just, it's just really cool. Um, but anyways, moving on to the game again. So Killer Green had hit a solo home run in the third inning, third inning, as I said. Um, so it was one of them Padres until about, I think, the top of the seventh. And that's when uh, that's when Ter- Terrence Long had hit a double and then Mark Loretta scored him. Um, he had hit an RBI single and then it became two to nothing. So, so I mean, it was still a good ball game, um, but the Padres had a two nothing lead. Vasquez actually pitched a very good game. I mean, he was he went eight innings. He struck out eight and he uh, didn't walk any batters. Um so, I mean, he, he did his job. I mean, the Yankees just couldn't do much against David Wells. Um, however, David Wells, they did get him out of the game. Um, he just he pitched seven shutout innings. Then uh, they had Akinora Otsuka, who came out of the pen for the Padres. I believe he was pretty good for a little while um, in the majors, but I don't know what happened to him. I don't think he lasted that long in the majors. Um, but I think he had a couple good years in the major leagues. Anyways, he came in came into the game in the eighth inning for the Padres, and um, and I believe he just I believe it pretty much went right through him one two three in an inning or at least something like that. They didn't give up any runs. Um, and uh, the next inning, Tom Gordon came into the game for the Yankees to in out of in relief for uh, Javier Vasquez, who had, like I said he had gone eight innings, eight strikeouts, no walks. Um, Gordon came in. And uh, just went boom, 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 shut, shut him down to the ninth, the Padres. And then Trevor Hoffman comes in to save it for the uh, for the Padres in the bottom of the ninth. Um, however, Hoffman gets the first two out. And then um, he has a little bit of trouble with Matsui. Matsui works the count. And, uh, and however, I'm going to kind of slow this down a little bit. But, uh, Matsui, uh, when Matsui came up to the plate, um, just – the, the energy of the crowd was starting to get like um like there were moments in the game where like I remember Bernie Williams getting a big double and you know they had the fire on the board and Bernie Williams was always one of my favorite players um I would say him and Don Mattingly are my two favorite players Mattingly was my favorite player first you know because obviously he played first and I remember Donnie baseball playing and you know when the when the Yankees when I first started watching the Yankees was around 1990 1991 92 around there um but it was really like the 1990 season 91 um and 1990 he really didn't play very much um but I, I just remember seeing him and seeing him play hard every day and hustling and even though he wasn't as good as he was um he still gave it 110 percent. and even as he got older he he still did and like he like in 95 just seeing Don Mattingly like just seeing Don Mattingly just just uh, go out there and like as as the Yankees were going into the playoffs, um, he got even better and better. And like he even said that that he felt like he found something with the leg kick. I guess Paul O'Neill he kind of got a leg kick from Paul O'Neill and he felt like he was starting to get some of his power back and it was showing. And obviously like in the playoffs he really put up some really good numbers. I think he hit over 400 in the division series against the um, the Mariners in '95. Um, 
and uh, and at that same time was Bernie Williams, who started in '91. And I just I think I don't think I've ever seen a Yankee. I don't think I've ever met a Yankee fan that doesn't like Bernie Williams. But anyways, Bernie is just he's he's a he's a fan favorite. I mean he's a Bernie is is um very similar to for me he's kind of similar to Don Mattingly but just um kind of more in a quiet way like he played hard but he wasn't like he he just he just kind of had a low key personality I mean I guess Donnie Baseball did too for that matter anyways just Bertie Williams was he just uh just seeing the progression that he that he made from 1991 or so I think it was to like to like 95 where he kind of had his breakout year. He did have his breakout year, and it was just kind of cool to see that progression. And just, it was just cool, because then from 95 on, Bernie was one of the best center fielders in the game. I mean, I mean, obviously, Ken Griffey Jr. was the best. And there was probably maybe a few others that were better. I'm, I'm not sure exactly, uh, but he was still one of the best in the game. And, and plus, Bernie Williams was as clutch as anybody. In the postseason, there weren't many... There weren't many players in the postseason as clutch as Bernie Williams. Um, so, I mean, anyways, I'm going to get back to the topic here, but it was just kind of cool seeing all those guys. Um, and it's just, and that's another thing about Yankee Stadium, just being there and, and you just remember all these big moments. And like when you hear the crowd, like you're there cheering for the Yankees and it's just like, it's just like when you hear, like when you the Yankees are doing well, it just kind of keeps the memories kind of alive of the past Yankees. If, if that makes sense, I mean, it just it's just kind of cool in that way because the Yankees have been lucky enough to have so much great history in their in, in, in with with the with the organization. So it's just kind of cool. Um, so as I said, like like during the game, there was like some big hits here and there. Like I think Bernie had some big hits. Um, Maybe not big hits, but he had some hits here and there. He had a double, I think, early in the in the game. Um, Jeter had some hits, so it was so they had some moments, but it just didn't really work out. And so the crowd kind of got a little bit at times. They got a little bit um, rowdy, but not. It wasn't like the energy wasn't quite as high. Um, however, when Matsui came up in the bottom of the ninth with two outs against Trevor Hoffman, as Trevor Hoffman was uh, getting ready to close it out for the Padres. Machui had a good at bat, I believe, um, and and I remember the energy just didn't feel. I mean, it it still felt like I still felt, in my opinion, anyway. I felt optimistic that the Yankees were still going to come back. At least I was very hopeful, anyway, because it was my first game. I didn't want to see them go down like that. And um, I remember a lot of Yankee fans. It seemed like we're leaving the game, and it's just sometimes you know that that's just kind of the way it goes because you know. You pay that money for the tickets. You want to see them win, and you don't want to see them lose. So I mean, I understand that too. But anyways, so the energy was kind of zapped a little bit. But then Matsui swings the bat. As soon as the bat hits the ball, and uh, and um everyone hears it and just kind of it stop. And then you see the ball going over the fence and the crowd, like like right away. Everyone you know, like you could feel the energy in the crowd as the ball sailed over the right field wall. It was just like like um. The, the energy was back at Yankee Stadium and that was like what you saw on TV and it was just like it was just like it was like all those postseason moments it was just really cool to see and um and so the Yankees were within run run it was still there were still two outs bottom of the ninth I mean it wasn't looking great but I mean it was it was it was looking better anyway um and then they had I believe it was Tony Clark that was supposed to come up 
But then the uh, Joe Torrey sent up a pitch hitter, Kenny Lofton, in the bottom of the ninth. Two outs, 2-1 two game against Trevor Hoffman. And and like I said, the, the crowd was not I, – I think they had kind of stopped. Most of the crowd, uh, unless some of them had already left, but most of the crowd um, seemed like there was kind of this – Staying there, just waiting to see if uh, what Lofton was going to do, um, and then I believe Lofton. Uh, I, I don't think he uh, had a long at bat. Um, I think he had a couple of pitches. I can't remember the exact pitch count. Um, again, this was like this was quite a while ago, fifteen years ago or so, sixteen years ago actually, um, two thousand four. And Lofton hits one as soon as he hits it, and the ball sails into the air in the right field up in right field and then it goes over the fence and, and the crowd just goes nuts and it's just like an indescribable feeling. Everyone's high fiving each other in the stadium. It's just really cool just to see like like uh, um it was just like nobody really knew each other. Well well I mean I'm sure people knew each other but like <laughs> like I didn't really know uh, the other people but like I obviously I knew my dad and my uncle but like we were all like high fiving other people that were other Yankee fans and it was just really cool. It's just a uh, it was a great moment to to witness, you know, Yankee history because that was one of the one of the better yet regular season games. I mean, it wasn't a postseason game. Obviously, the postseason games are the and seeing the Yankees win in the postseason is even better. But but that was a classic Yankee game right there, and just to see them tying down for basically since the third inning. Yeah, since the third inning. So I mean, it was just it was uh, really cool just to witness that energy. Um, in my first game, and um, so the game was tied, and uh, Trevor Hoffman ended up getting out of the inning. Um, obviously, um, you know it was a little too little, too late. But uh, the Yankees they didn't. I mean, they didn't take the lead, but they got it into extra innings. So it was two to two. They had new life, and it was they had extra innings, and uh, and then the Yankees they uh, brought back Tom Gordon in for the top of the tenth. Uh, and then Tom Gordon, um, he basically, I believe he he didn't he made pretty much quick work of the Padres that in that inning, and then they had Paul Quantrill pitch in the uh, top of the eleventh inning. Quantrill actually only pitched one inning, but I mean, Quantrill was that year in two thousand four, and I think two thousand three too, but two thousand four especially, he, the Yankees used Quantrill, Paul Quantrill a lot. Um, so I mean, they only used him for one inning that day, um, and for the Padres. Uh, they had Scott Linebrink, and Scott Linebrink, um, you might remember. I don't know if he was an All Star one year, but I know he had a few good years for the for the Padres in relief. But then after that, he kind of he kind of uh, tailed off. Um, I'm not sure exactly how his career ended up. He ended up going two innings for the Padres in the tenth inning and the eleventh inning, um, and uh, he ended up keeping the keeping the Yankees at bay for those two innings as well as Gordon and Quantrill keeping the Padres at bay. So then you get the top of the 12th inning. Joe Torre, as I said, Paul Quantrill only went one inning. So Joe Torre brought in Brett Prins. And I mean, you know, sometimes in the regular season too, the previous day there's um, some pitchers have to, uh, you know, they have to stick them to, to a certain amount of pitch counts and stuff like that. Even back then they kind of they kind of did watch your pitch count a little bit. Maybe not quite as much as they do today. Um, but they did still. Um, and anyway, so they brought in Brett Prince. Brett Prince came in, and uh, he, he, I think he got the first batter out, but then he kind of struggled a little bit. And um, 
actually he struggled a lot. I mean, I think he ended up only getting one batter out. Uh, anyways, long story short, Brian Giles and Terrence Long um, had RBI singles. Um, I think the bases bases might have been loaded at one point. It was a sack fly by Loretto. It was kind of a real. It really zapped the energy out of the crowd. Uh, I'm not. I can't. I, I'm sure some fans probably left. I'm not too sure. Uh, but anyways, it just it, it really kind of zapped the energy of the crowd. So, uh, people just, you know, it's it's because natural. You don't wanna you don't wanna see the Yankees lose and and you know, obviously if you're living in, in the tri- tri-state or New York area, you're gonna have to deal with the traffic, and um, you know, so sometimes they just wanted to be the traffic getting out of the stadium. Anyways, so uh, Felix Heredia ended up coming into the game. And he got the last out for the Yankees in the top of the 12th. So um, he did at least limit the damage. Actually, I believe Felix Heredia came into that game. Um, when, he, when they took Brett Prince out, I believe, with the bases loaded or runners on second and third. I'm not exactly sure. But Heredia came in and he actually gave up a lot of the, a, a couple of the runs were his, um, were kind of his doing because, um, there, he had a couple of inherited runners that he let in. So, I mean, um, it wasn't all on Brett Prince anyway. I mean, but, I mean, you know, those games are going to happen. And, you know, baseball is a hard game. And sometimes, you know, it's just the way it goes. Somebody's going to give up the run sometimes. Anyways, uh, moving on, obviously, going on to the bottom of the 12th inning. Uh, the, I think the Padres, the Padres started off that inning with Rod Beck, who you might remember was a at one time was a top top notch clo- closer for the um San Francisco Giants and I think somebody else too or the Cubs actually I believe too but at this time Rod Beck had, al- had already kind of been past his prime and he was just kind of trying to hold on uh hold on to being a major league pitcher however I you know he was still a veteran pitcher he had Rod Beck he still um you know that they but they put him out there and uh, Rod Beck ended up going out there. He gave up a few hits. He gave up a walk, um, including a double to Derek Jeter. And then they took out Rod Beck. I don't think, I'm not even sure if Rod Beck got an out. He might have gotten one out, but I'm not positive on that. Anyways, um, so they took out Rod Beck and they brought in Jay Wittasek. Jay Wittasek was a right-handed pitcher, a reliever for the Padres. I believe he had a few good years um, as a reliever too. Um, I don't know how many years he played exactly. However, he came in the game. Um, he gave up. Uh, he actually gave up. I think. I think it was Wittasek that gave up most of the damage again, just kind of like Brett Prince and uh, Felix Heredia. I think uh, Wittasek actually gave let in all, almost all his inherited runners. Um, it was a, a an RBI single by A Rod, Giambi, and Posada. Um, actually, A Rod was a RBI ground out. Giambi was an RBI single. Posada was an RBI double. Um, and the game, the game winner for the Yankees, anyway, uh, was a uh, Ruben Sierra sacrifice fly. And then after the sacrifice fly, because by that point the Yankees were really rallying against Jay Wittasek. And even when the when uh, Rod Beck came out of the game, um, you kind of got the sense the crowd. I, I felt anyway, if I remember correctly, this was a while ago. But um, it kind of you kind of felt like the Yankees were going to find a way to get, to win the game, especially as they were getting to uh, Rod Beck. Um, so it was just really cool, a cool moment just to see the Yankees come back twice in the game and just, they won six to five 
in the bottom of the 12th inning, came back twice with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. I guess Trevor Hoffman, Hall of Fame closer, and that, that was just it was it was just an awesome moment and a great way to 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 see my first game at Yankee Stadium. Um, my dad and my uncle, I believe, I've been to a few other Yankee games. My dad uh, and my uncle too had lived when they were younger in New Jersey, so they used to go to a lot of games back in like the '60s and maybe the late '50s. I'm not exactly sure. Um, obviously, this was before my time, so I mean. They got to go to a few games back then. I believe my uncle got to go to a few games when he was living in New York um, before this. So, I mean, it was it was cool for them, too, because they hadn't been to Yankee Stadium in a while either. I mean, I think my uncle had been to Yankee Stadium not long before that. But, I mean, um, it's just it's always cool. Like, we, like we've always kind of bonded over baseball anyway. Um, my uncle's actually an Indians fan, but, I mean, he's still a big baseball fan so it was just it's always cool to go watch a game with him and my dad and just and actually just even to go to the game you're not only going to the game with the people you're going to the game with but you're also going to the game with them and to to root with all the Yankee fans um or even just maybe you're going there and you're not rooting for the Yankees you're going to root for somebody else you know the the key is it's it's you're going because you like the game of baseball and to me, baseball has always been the best game in the world. To me, anyway, it's just my opinion. Um, but anyways, at, uh, getting back to the game, after that game, after the Yankees walked off with the sack fly by Ruben Sierra, it was just, um, to me, I just felt the energy of the crowd, and it just made me want to keep on going back to the Yankee Stadium every single year. And just, just it, made, it was just a great memory for me, remembering that. And just, I always remember... Um, I never, it was like I didn't want to leave Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I really didn't. And I just, I, I kind of wanted to savor the, the moment and just stay as long as I could. I just, and it was just like, kind of like, um, kind of being on cloud nine. It was just like, it was just awesome because like leaving Yankee Stadium when the Yankees win, it was and like just hearing Sinatra on the, on the uh, PA um, after the game, blaring New York, New York, of course. And then, and it's it, it was just it was this really cool moment and then it just it kind of felt like to me like when you're a kid um and going to Disney World when I, as I was leaving Yankee Stadium I kind of felt like I was leaving Disney World in a way and or being in Disney World it just it, just, it was just it was just really cool so I mean I I just use that as a comparison just to kind of show the feeling of what it was like being at a Yankee game for your first time and having never been there before and just it was just really cool so yeah that was my first Yankee Stadium experience to me anyway there's nothing better than when the Yankees win I mean I don't think there's anything better than when any for any fan seeing their team win in their ballpark especially for the first time um, you know seeing the team play in their in the stadium I don't get to go as much as I would like but I get to go I, I try to go as much as I can anyway and um yeah, so I mean, basically, after that, I just remember just basically just the energy of the city, like I said before, just getting to go to maybe, I think we ended up going out to to some uh, restaurant in New York City before we ended up going back on the train back to, to the New England area, and it was just, it was just cool to see the energy and just see the city, and obviously the game was awesome, and just being around the Yankee fans and the rest of the Yankee fans, I should say, and, and just, just that environment, seeing Yankee Stadium, seeing 
the guidance the the players play like Derek Jeter and all these guys I've seen on TV and watched for years and years Bernie Williams who was my favorite player at that time um but you know I I at that time I kind of liked all the Yankees um Bernie I'd kind of gravitated to because I kind of w- watched him kind of pro- like I said before I kind of watched him progress throughout his career um so it was just it was just an awesome memory for me and one that I'll never forget so that's it for this week everyone Thank you again for listening to this week's episode of the uh, of my first Yankee Stadium experience. Again, this was the historic Pinstripe Show, and feel free to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you like to listen to podcasts on. And um, again, feel free to tweet me what your um, top Yankee Stadium uh, experiences are, or, what, or even what your first Yankee Stadium experience was. Uh, again, my Twitter is at historicnyy. And feel free to you can feel free to comment on Instagram at Historic Pinstripes, and you can feel free to comment on Facebook. Uh, the Facebook page again is the Historic Pinstripes Show, of course. And you can also, if you would like, you can email email me at historicpinstripes at gmail dot com. Feel free to uh, suggest any topics that you may w- might want to hear, and feel free to even email me what your first Yankee Stadium experience was. Um, so yeah. Thank you again for listening, everybody, and have a great day. And as always, go Yankees!